is up, my friends? This is Listen Up for November 2023. We are back almost at the end of the year, which is fucking crazy. It's like as soon as December rolled over, I was like, oh, damn, we are at the tail end. Um, but if it's your first time here, welcome. Um, essentially, the Listen Up series of our podcast is a way for us to look back and uh, pick a number of favorites of releases, different EPs, promos, uh, splits, or even full albums that uh, we want to feature here on the show. And joined by me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, Jack of What It Takes. Thanks for joining me once again, my friend. Yeah, happy to be here, man, in the, the holiday season. The holiday season. Have you been drinking lots of uh, holiday bevs in uh, the month of November since Thanksgiving has just passed? I've had my fair share of like the pumpkin and gourd lattes because I mean people do make the squash lattes and all that other shit, what which go- I think is what goes into a squash latte. I don't think I've ever had one of those. You know, I don't know how they do. I know a local shop near here and Roanoke used to do it, and then there's de- I've seen it more pop up a little bit more but i guess it's the same concept as a pumpkin one you know like you just i guess grind whatever the innards of that is down to like a powder and you use that or maybe strain a puree i don't don't know well i would think i would think that it would be maybe like i imagine it's not as sweet as like a pumpkin um but no it's not but i guess that's when you add like the maybe the nutmeg and like maybe like a cinnamon kind of thing to it but I, from what I remembered of having it, it was it was good the first time I ever had one. So I got a little gourd latte with uh, some, I don't, I don't, some oat milk or something. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> sounds well. You know, bev wise for me this morning, uh, it's very early and I overslept, so I'm just drinking the straight old black coffee. We were literally about to start, and I, I'm, I'm sure anyone that's an avid coffee drinker knows. Or I don't know if it's common, but at least for me, maybe this is a little bit of a um, combination with also having Crohn's. But it's like I take two sips of my coffee and then my body is like, okay, we need to flush out everything from the day before. So uh, Jack was complimenting how quick my uh, my bowel movement was <laughs> at the beginning of uh, the episode. So I'm ready yeah, to go. I got uh, the caffeine in hand. You want me to introduce my special little, little yeah, friend Yeah, Jack's here? been hyping up this Bev for like a couple days, so. Oh, yeah. I'm... Well, so I originally found this Bev. It was in like a, I guess it's a, it's a national grocery store chain here, but there's not many of them. You ever heard of like a fresh market? I've heard of that. I don't think I've gone to one, but I've heard of fresh market, sure. There's only like maybe two or three that I've ever been to in the state of Virginia. But like I found this drink in another grocery store. I think it was in either a Wegmans or a Safeway. And I was like, I need to get this because rarely do I see this beautiful piece of work here. I wish everyone could see it, but it's essentially looks like a wine bottle. Yeah, it's a glass bottle. Glass bottle. It's called Toast with like the little dots above the the O. So Toast, maybe. Toast, okay. And it's a sparkling white tea with ginger and elderberry, and of course, no alcohol. Ginger and elderberry. Yeah, ginger and elderberry, man. Lo- I took a whiff of it. It, it looks smells intoxicating. That- it does look kind of orange, doesn't it? Yeah. I guess I don't know if because El- elderberry to me, I I think of something a little bit more like, I don't know, like a like a 
like an off-white tone or like even like lavender, like those colors come to mind. Orange doesn't come to mind for elderberry, but maybe I'm, I'm uneducated when it comes to the elderberry um, nodes and whatnot. You know, I, I, I guess I'm kind of surprised too a little bit, but maybe it's just the ginger. Cause I guess if you. Yeah. The ginger it, could probably help with that for sure. Yeah. But I'm excited to try it. I'm surprised it, I, I had to open it near the sink because it had been rolling around in my car today <laughs> as I've been traveling. But it's beautiful. It's just, it's still got lots of bubbles in it. And I'll give you a little taste test. That's a big swig. Oh, bud. Ah, you know, that tastes healthier than I thought it was going to be, which okay. I kind of like. I was expecting something to be a little bit more like decadent and like sugary, but I could even see this having like, if you, have, if I was a millionaire, I would have one of these today for, for breakfast. Give me like two eggs sunny side, some good whole wheat toast, and a bottle of toss. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Just, uh, you know, can you pass the t the toss? No, I, I meant the toss, you know, like. <laughs> That I love is, that word. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I feel like it would be unlucky to cheers the toss to the cough. Um, but uh, I'm excited to get into some releases here. Oh, damn right. This is one I think maybe I would say for this year, one where I thought we were going to have a shit ton of a crossover and we had relatively none. And I just, I think that's very interesting and awesome because mm -hmm. it's like a lot of stuff. There's like a few things that I would have talked about maybe that were in like, like the back of my head, but like, these are some things that are distinctively Spencer picks and then some distinctive, uh, Jack picks. So I'm excited <laughs> yes. to kind of, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, um, and, and, and I don't know if you have any thoughts on this, Jack, I feel like, you know, we like when we went through um, September and even into October, that was like big name A list hardcore band release schedule wise. It was like mm -hmm. a little overwhelming at times. And I feel like now yeah. we're getting into like the tail end of the year where it's like, it's obviously like we're still bringing a ton of heat to this episode for sure. Um, oh, but yeah. you know, this is where the true listen up fans are are mm -hmm. born and bred because it's like there's aside from maybe one i'm just kind of like perusing one or two names on this list i feel like this might be like a lot of people's first time hearing this band versus like oh yeah i've seen this band at a fest or or whatever big big deep cut shit mm -hmm. and that's the way that i i love it and i will say i want to say one thing before this because Wait. it's been and it's a canadian thing i have to give a canadian shout out because there's always one record and usually it's always a canadian one every year that comes out in december that sneaks into my top 25 and that meantime record <laughs> that, that that shit's fucking amazing i've been talking about it with young jack for the past like day or so, and he, he's, they said the same things like, "Yeah, it's gonna be my top two. It's it's like, yeah, I just need to give a shout top out. Top two, meantime. that's crazy. Well, top two. Oh, T O O T O O. <laughs> I'm like, like yeah, toss yeah. the toast. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but it, you know, like, I love, it. I love 
this record. This was something I've been waiting for since I think they did like a promo a year or two ago. And I've just been patiently waiting for this to drop. And now the world can have it. So I hope, <laughs> I hope that- that everyone will listen to this after this episode, immediately put the LP on. And then you'll be able to hear it again when I'm sure one of us will pick it for the next listen up. Yeah, that that's definitely listen up December. Um, that 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 will definitely be on there for sure. Um, I knew that that was coming down the pipe, and as soon as I saw it dropped, I was like, oh, like just missed it for the November episode. But you know, you know, like shout out to Meantime Kowalski, like that definitely will be on the December recap for sure. Um, but when it comes to November, um, should we get into it? Talk about some fucking yeah. bands. Um, cool. So we got 17 tracks in total. Um, you know, it, it kind of got a little loosey goosey as far as me just like wanting to add other stuff last minute. So I wouldn't say it's a even 50, 50 split between Jack and I, but it's close enough. Um, the first band we're going to be checking out is a band called hereditary from San Diego. Um, the track is called find the strength off their new EP. Can't stop it through forever ending records um so hereditary for me was a band that i i think hey i don't think i had seen their demo that they dropped in 2022 well that's my yeah i don't think i did either because i was looking at that like uh, maybe i just like went over my head yeah um but i I saw like the layout of it was definitely like something that was like, okay, like this, this seems like something cool that I want to check out. And I like the vibe and I like that this is kind of like setting the vibe for the rest of the episode. Um, Like obviously California is like the hotbed for a lot of stuff, but like San Diego, San Diego specifically um, it's harder for me to like, pull a bunch of names as far as bands that are coming from i guess like that section of um northern california if you know what i mean like i guess if you want to lump it in with the bay but like i'm sure some people would be like oh "Oh, it's not a part of using your geography here i might need to school you on the geography san diego is right at the border of mexico oh oh so i i so i'm thinking of i'm thinking of san fran you're thinking i'm thinking of san fran Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a last stop before Tijuana. Right, right. So, wait, wait. We had a we had someone on an early listen up episode, also from San Diego. You know what? It it, was a negative blast. It was negative blast, and I yeah, I was was really vibing with that. Recaps is like negative blast, and uh, another band that I can say from there. I think Therapy, another Mm -hmm. good band. A lot of that that stuff in San Diego is very punk oriented in my mind i hear it's like very like hardcore punk something that would be on maybe like roach like records or on like quality control something of that ilk but i like that you said what you said because you got confused because to me the sound of this band is very much of the bay right like if i had to guess when i heard it i was like oh this is certainly the real bay shit that people are talking (laughs) about but it's it's not man it's it's strictly uh that Southern uh, California shit. And, um, but I like that they, they rep, I think there's a, a big boy uh, feature on this, which is some Bay. Oh, and okay. And they have uh, that take offense feature too, which is the Chula Vista, like near San Diego type of vibe. So mm-hmm. I was just happy with this. Cause sometimes for me, like when I looked at this, like I, 
this might not be my thing. When I like saw the art, I was like, eh, it looks like it's a little, could be a little rough around the edges, but I was uh, positively surprised. I was like, all right, you know yeah. what? This rules. Yeah. So let's run it. Um, uh, peace and love to all the San Diego people I had uh, confused there. I'm still getting into the coffee. So my brain's still on like the, I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on vibe, but uh, let's play this track and uh, see what y'all think. So this is Find the Strength by Hereditary. Let's run it. anticipation on that final like kind of breakdown part where it's like and you're like when's it gonna drop and then like the drop was like i like that it was like unanticipated and you and they pulled it out a little bit longer that shit was so i like that i could visualize all the swinging back fists 
at the end. There's many <laughs> like a little like what's that damn uh game where you, where you like rip the stick thing and it sent you know what I'm talking about? Beyblades? Like, or what are you talking about? Yeah, it's like some Beyblades. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um I really like this is a band that I feel like would would be placed very well on like a flyover 2024 lineup. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. It just it, it's got that I don't want to say fun, but it's got that loose vibe. You know, like mm-hmm. I think I might have said something similar with like to someone the other day about hold my own. Like it's it, it's very moshy. But you're letting loose. You're having a good time. You're just beating up your friends, and it's 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 a good it's a good time. Yeah. No 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 harm no foul. <laughs> little bit of harm. Little bit of foul. Oh, sure. sure. <laughs> sure. <Maybe a> <laughs> okay. Um, next up, I, I think this might have confused me on on some of the California placements because we did have an another Bay Band, uh, or an actual Bay Band, I should say, uh, right after. <laughs> um, so next up on our listening uh, venture is Mugshot from San Jose. Uh, the track we're going to be listening to is uh, Within Stained Glass off their new EP, Cold Will, through Punar's Records. Um, if you're an avid listener of the podcast, you might have seen that we just did an interview with Michael, who's the guitarist of that band. Um, just like fantastic like conversation with that dude. It was just so easy to speak with him and the fact that he's like never done an interview before but it felt like we were just chatting like we've known each other forever was like very very cool to me um i've been a big fan of them for ever since they put out their 2022 um or no 2021 ep empty heaven and Mm -hmm. yeah and this record is just very fresh on my mind since speaking with him on the pod um i know i know this is a when it comes to metal core, Jack, is th- is this a type that kind of tickles your fancy, or you're trying to? It doesn't do it quite it, for it's, you. It's it's one that intrigues me a little bit. Yeah, like I think when I have like I would group it in the same frame as like maybe some of the older Orthodox or like Chamber mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's it, it's definitely good. And then there's sometimes where I just want to marvel in some of like the song structure and stuff, but it's, it never gets me to like pure aggro mode metalcore, I right. guess. But this, this is, this is a band I've kind of grown on. Cause like when I think about, it's interesting. I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but when I think about scoped exposure, sometimes this band comes into my brain first, like immediately. Why do you I don't that? know why that is because I feel like, Maybe it's I don't I really don't know. I would how many of these guys have you talked to in Mugshot? Um, just Michael. Um in my brain you've talked to all of them five different times. <laughs> I don't know why that is. <laughs> maybe it's just like maybe I just like am, am seeing into your brain and just like how much you appreciate Mugshot. And I'm just like, maybe it's just like it's it's polluting my brain of like what episodes have actually happened. Yeah. Well, I, I think honestly the big i think a big thing for me is like very like in like very create like i love to listen to a band no matter the genre and just like the way that they've craft, crafted a song 
off of a normal song structure and make it make it like mm-hmm. so unique that's that's the big ticket thing for me so um like i really like again there's a lot of stuff on michael's episode that we talked about this but um i feel like he's he and i i think are cut from the same crop as far as like having that very obsessive adhd aspect of like have like wanting to keep people on their toes the entire time of uh uh, of mm. the music going through so um so yeah it's it's funny that you you associate that band with scoped exposure more and it's, a, it's a good association too because i'm just like oh monk shot scope exposure it's just like it's word association that's so strange to me but sure the other thing i was going to ask before you you play you uh, play the track is this their debut material on pure noise i, I wasn't sure correct yeah oh, okay oh yeah, yeah. very nice congrats yeah. to them then yeah so yeah, after I think it was like maybe I don't even know how long ago it was, but um I, I said on Michael's episode, like I think that's a very cool acu- ac- acquisition from Pure Noise. Because, yeah, acquisition. Yeah. I think I think that they've I don't know, they they I think when you're the knife first signed with them, or maybe it was even back when it was like knocked loose, I thought it was just gonna be the this wave of so many bands signing with them. And Mm -hmm. I think like maybe, and I would hear kind of things through the grapevine where it's like, they didn't want to sign certain bands that only like stuck within like, uh, like a more metal core or like, I would say even more metallic leaning kind of side of things. Mm -hmm. But I think mugshot is like those, those kids can just cook like better than a lot of other metal core acts on I'll just say all of the West Coast. Uh, like, I don't know. Oh, I, shit. I'm a big Damn, fan. Okay. I'm a big right. fan. Yeah, I like that. It's a bold ass statement. <laughs> I might um, even I might even agree for you on that, from least what I've heard. Yeah. I know there's probably more out there that I haven't, but you might you might be on to something. Yeah. So um let's run it and uh and we'll see what the kids uh are bringing to the table. This is Mugshot, and the track that we're listening to is called Within Stained Glass.
I love me a little uh, 8-bit video game outro of some, of some sort. Oh, you're on mute, Jack. I... <laughs> there you got me on that one. Uh, I got you. I was just going to say, I, I, I feel the... Uh, I was going to make the same comment on that, too, because I feel like you're seeing a little bit more of that, mm. where it's like the, the kind of 8-bit video game stuff or more like electronic stuff getting in. I kind of enjoy that as mm. much as like, I think if I, if someone would have told me that people fans would be doing that like a couple of years ago, I would have maybe cringed at it, but <laughs> I think it's neat. I especially like metal core stuff. I think it just really works. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would highly recommend uh, people to not only go check out that new EP, but also check out the convo with Michael. Um, I don't know. It's just, it it puts a lot of wind in my sails when I've interviewed as many people as I have to like talk to someone who like gets me like who's a stoked to be there and be just like very like stoked about what they're doing, their scene, all that stuff. So thanks, Michael. Uh, keep writing like stupid ass <laughs> metal music. <laughs> uh, Jack, you got your first pick for us. Yeah, I do. And it's the, Maybe the most known band of Europe, if I guess within the past 25 years. It's, it's, it's a well-weathered institution. And I often would compare them to terror. I think it's the terror of Europe. It's no turning back. Uh, they released a, a four-song, I think it's a four-song record called Conquer uh, out of Triple B. The song I picked was Hope for Tomorrow. I think it's the first track off this uh this record and it just it real I, I just when you, people make comparisons with bands, I always feel like there's a little bit of like it's like a backhanded compliment, but it really is like I'm comparing a goat to another goat, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's crazy that this band's lasted or been around since ninety-seven. I mean, like that's that is an insane thing to think about, and that a band like that will release new material that people would just fuck with. Cause after a while, I feel like, you know, you kind of, if you're like a more career oriented, hardcore band, or you just like end up doing it for a long time, you, you have like, you run out a little bit of inspiration, but these guys just have something cooking every single time one of their releases. Mm. And I really enjoy this track. I think it's inspiring, uh, stage dive worthy. And <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it, it's some good shit. Sick. Um, okay. Well, I, I'm so close to it. I haven't heard anything off of this yet. Um, so I think you'll appreciate it. I think you really will. I'm sure. You know, the 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 terror of Europe is a very high compliment. So um Oh yeah. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> I think I think it'll make a lot of sense. All right. Uh so no turning back. Track is hope for tomorrow.
I have something I want to say, but since it's your track, is there any um, post-song thoughts you want to share? I just want you to lay it on me. What you got? I think I I think there's something beautiful in hardcore where there's all these like generational like songwriting tropes where you can kind of tell where it's like okay, newer band maybe it's like first time getting into the scene they want to they're writing of a there's like certain chord progressions or like chugging patterns that you're like, oh, that that screams the like post-COVID hardcore. But then there's people yeah. and then and then there's stuff where it's like, yeah, this band has been around for like over 25 years. And because they're writing parts that like no one of our generation would even like dare do. No, yeah. like I don't know any bands of like current day that are writing like open notes, like da 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 da, and just letting it ring. Yeah. But like that is such a that is such a like example of we were doing this shit back in the day, and it's still gonna work nowadays, even if it's not the the norm of how to do a certain kind of part. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I get exactly what you mean. Like it's, they're keeping like a, a generational aspect of the music alive and like keeping it. Cause like, obviously I get, I would imagine like when they came around in the late nineties, like this is a style that was pretty popular and I guess it still maybe influences them to this day. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's, it's cool to see that something different like this. And it's like, they're just like not afraid to like, they're not changing. They change. I mean, it's, it sounds mo like more modern. But they're not like willing to like throw the whole formula at the at the, at the window, you know what I mean? They're yeah. just like they're keeping it real. Yeah. No, that's uh, they're doing all the right things, and it sounds like they've they've known how to do the right things for a long ass time. So that sounds that's really cool. Yeah, right. Um, should we move on? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So next band we're gonna feature is a band that I'm personally very excited about. Um, they're called Inside You. Um, they're a band from Oklahoma City, and uh, the track mm. we're going to be listening to is called White Devil, which is off their new EP, Dead in the Street, uh, which seems self-released. Um, uh, this is not a... This is the first full release outside of a single from these guys. I'm pretty sure that's... Yeah, they dropped a, a single uh, in October of this year, and then this full release came out. And um, I know a lot of the folks in uh, in this group and got to make friends uh, with them just through, uh, you know, Act Like You Know and Promcore, which is now Flyover Fest. And um, it's just very cool to see a bunch of people that, you know, 
you got to make friends with now kind of being a project. Um, I know Colton from Sledge. Uh, I think he's playing bass in this band. Um, hmm. Okay. So there's a lot of um, very obvious like indigenous representation in the band lineup wise, as well as like the artwork for this is fucking crazy. It's just, you know, Pretty a bunch scary. of, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like, I expected it to be a lot heavier when it first came out, just off of like, you know, a First Nations person scalping, you know, a white devil. Um, so I was kind of expecting it to be, you know, more in the death metal camp, but it's just like hard ass, like hardcore music. And I really, really mm -hmm. fuck with it. Um, the very first track um, of it was like, I had, I've never heard, I had to, I had to look this up and I might have to figure it out again. So I apologize if I kind of like butcher some of the pronunciations, but it's the, um, it's like the, uh, the cultural way for a lot of first nations people that do kind of like, um, like singing and kind of like, like the throat singing kind of stuff. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't know what the, what, what, what that would be called. Yeah. But, is um, that in, is that in this track though? It's in the, f the first track of this EP and, like oh okay i see yeah. what you mean so it's yeah. not in this track specifically but i was like and, and i didn't select that just because there wasn't any other vocals attached to it so i feel like i wanted to give a proper showcase of like the full band and lineup but that that alone was just like a very cool way to kind of like set the tone of like this is inside you this is what we're about um you know and uh yeah, I don't know. H have you listened to this at all since uh, seeing it on the no. list? Or no, I like that. I, I want to be surprised by this, and you're really selling it to me because, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm gonna have to check out that that first track after we finish recording. Um, and to me, I'm surprised that you, you said it's like just like more harder, just like hardcore. I was I was thinking it's going to be some death metal stuff. Yeah, but I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. So yeah. I'm, I'm ready to, to I, give I, this a listen. I think inside you, like. We'll we'll talk after the track wraps. There there might be a little bit of like, you know, tinge of beat down, but I wouldn't place them fully in that. But um, I'm I'm stoked okay. to hear. Uh, you know, I always I always pride myself with uh having a track that that Jack has not squandered the internet to find, and uh, it's <laughs> it's a little fresh. Uh, but without further ado, inside you, OKHC. Okay, um, track is White Devil. Let's hit it.
I like that. Um, I could see what you mean. Like it's, it's definitely not beat down, but there's there's some there's some elements to it. It's just like I think the vocals are making it heavier, like are bringing it to another level heaviness than just the music. Yeah, I would say it's maybe is a little bit like a the older school version of what you'd call like a heavy hardcore band mm-hmm. of just like it being like moshy, a little bit of beat down stuff, but it's still just just very hard. But I like this. I've never. I was reading the lyrics along. This was like, damn, there's a lot of cursing in it. And that just makes me happy. There's just like <laughs> every line is just fuck you. It's like, okay, I can get behind this. There's a lot of passion in this. So yeah, it gets two thumbs up for me. Two, th- four in total from the listen up ho- hosts themselves. So, um, okay. What do we have next? I got lost in my playlist here of what's lost sauce. Oh, so we got a uh, another track by me. Um, next band we're going to be listening to is called Malignant um, from Athens, all the way in Athens. So um, this was a track that got sent to me via the emails, um, you know, and, you know, this is the beautiful part of the, the show because I really tried with Scope to kind of keep things as um, as open as possible when it comes to people who want to submit stuff and, you uh, this shit was like popping. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I wanted to feature it here. And the track we're going to be listening to is called No More Disregard off their new EP. Um, it's a long ass name, so bear with me. The def- defragmentation begins. Defragmentation. Yeah, defragmentations there. Yeah. I think that's like, I imagine just like you're like, pieces of, like you know like in some movies when you're like disintegrating kind of and you're like pieces of the the enemy are like coming off and like oh like the when Thanos like, snaps and everyone's like like yeah that's what i imagine that's kind <laughs> okay. of like, yeah yeah <laughs> well Could be wrong. yeah maybe maybe that is maybe uh you know Avengers Endgame inspired it, but like who knows? It could be anything else. But um so it, this seems to be a three song EP that um uh malignant self-released um actually i think they he came out on multiple labels but i could not for the life of me remember all of them. i know one of them is force of reckoning because we we're, we're a little late label mates now collective action malignant gotcha <laughs> but um yeah i think this was maybe the coming strife too i think it had like a couple different distributions oh okay of this record yeah because they had a pretty good rollout um but uh to be fair, I, yeah. I base a lot of that off of like whatever Spotify says. So I when it just says, because I was looking at that the second ago, I was like, oh, this says malignant, and I was like, I don't know what the what if there's like a licensing thing or whatever, but like I do know that this is a banger and it rips. Yeah. So, um, I think I originally found out about this band, um, through their their first, not their first promo. But the second one where it had the uh, uh, with daggers between our teeth with the dogs, I, sh- I, th- yeah. I saw a lot of people sharing that in 2021. And uh, and and this artwork, again, this goes back to other conversations we had about how using color and like changing it up per release is so important because we had like the red with the dogs and now we got like the blue skull 
Um, mm-hmm. Still very similar artwork, but I I like how that ties together. Um, but you know, I didn't really take a close look at the, the artwork, but now that you mention it, it's pretty damn cool. I do like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. So we have there's two features on this song too. Um, there's oh, is it? Oh no no. I think this is the yeah, confusing. I think it's just the dude's name, and then the, I and guess then the, the band, band. sings it. Okay, I think. so yeah, uh, it's Alex from a band called No Half Measures, which I don't know if just is another Athens band, potentially. Uh, I'm about to see. It's either an Athens band, but I almost could swear that it's a uh, a UK band. But I'm gonna double check. I could be very wrong. Mm-hmm. Using my speedy, I think I've told you this before. I think I can type in Bandcamp faster than anyone alive <laughs> right now. Oh, okay. So this is a band from Sofia, Bulgaria. So interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, it's it's this is That's a very European unity band. Yeah, this is a very European track that we're playing here. But um, I'm stoked. Um, I th- was this I I saw you post about that on the uh the what it takes Instagram but um th- like was this in your considerations or have you heard this yeah. what's your Yeah, it was in my considerations. I liked I I had the same jumping on point as you was the the Dog and Knife record. Um it came out I think it was December 2021. Yeah. Um So yeah, no, I'm a fan of this. I'm a fan of Yeah, this the the, the Greek hardcore scene because it's pretty diverse from what I like. Like this is obviously a pretty heavy band, but like a lot of the stuff that really grabs me from here is like punk that's going at like the speed of light. I feel like it's just like so fucking fast <laughs> and, and just is captivating. But I'm glad there's a diversity of flavor here. Yeah. So um, let's let's check this puppy out. Um, no more disregard by Malignant.
I would say that this is more of the, uh, it's got the metalcore kind of flavor that I do really like. Mm-hmm. I really do like that a lot. I just wish that, I always wish for stuff that I like that's less than like <laughs> five songs. I just wish there were more. <laughs> there, just give me more songs. But hey, th- there's there's a whole future ahead where I can just try to be patient. So, One question I wanted, or a take. Do mm-hmm. you like guest vocal features that are kind of like throughout a song? Kind of like that? Or do you like it where it's kind of just mm-hmm. one section? Because I feel like I always struggle with this where it's like anything that I've done or am in the process of doing, it's like I like the really short little 20 seconds of just having that yeah. person doing either a line and usually for me it's always like kind of like at the tail end but mm-hmm. i i've been trying to like kind of like think about how you know because that was kind of like we had a second verse we had build up to a big breakdown and then all the way to the end so like two-thirds of the song featuring uh yeah our boy Alex. i mean i i kind of think it's neat to incorporate someone like that into a track so to me i guess it goes beyond ha- having a feature it's more of like a collaborative effort at that point sure um to have that and i i think that's more interesting especially if you have someone with like a more unique voice like the the dude from no half measures um so i think there's a good contrast between the other vocal style um yeah sometimes like i feel like there's just like the the in, the quick in and out uh feature is like a little like overdone i just feel like it's it sometimes it's on like throwaway parts too or like on a bridge or something like that it's like i don't know if i really like needed to hear that and if i did want to hear it, it's like i don't i would want to hear more of it you know so i guess i prefer it throughout the whole track hmm. if i had to pick i i think i think this one might be one of those rare times where it either it's not that i fully disagree because i think it is a greater challenge on a songwriting aspect where you're like intertwining someone within a song and i feel like malignant has done that very very well for sure um because mm. for me i always envision like how is this track with this extra person in the mix happening live because like oh sure because then it's like this person is just on stage for the entire time which if it if the track calls for it and there's enough energy in the live setting like that can work for sure um oh yeah I, I, I think there was just maybe some early feature like features on tracks where it was like you heard it at the second chorus and then on the very last breakdown of like a three and a half minute song. And it was like, that's a lot of time. Like, are they like grabbing the mic, doing their part, putting it back and then coming back? You know, like it to me, it feels maybe unintentionally logistically confusing, but... Mm-hmm. I think when you're, I also think that that's a very maybe like niche way of, of viewing that versus like yeah, in, in intertwining someone on a song like there's no no harm no foul for making it. Yeah, no, I think sometimes it can be kind of difficult to pull off, but um, I've definitely seen videos of where like 
people will do their part and they'll just be sitting side stage and they'll grab like one of like the side mics, you know, like for a guitar player or bass player. Right. And then just do that. But I guess it just depends on the tracks called for. If you want to have, like you said, someone that kind of floating around, I feel like this one probably does call for it. I feel like it's manic enough to like, there's a lot of shit going on. I could see to me to <laughs> having two vocal people on stage and having like two front men would just make sense with this style. So. Right. So yeah, I, I'm curious for like the listeners, if you have a preference off of like, I want to hear something really short in and out or like, I like, I enjoy it more when there's like a, a flow of uh co- combination and collaborative or, of effort bef- between two vocalists. So let us know. Um, what do we have next track list? Oh, pick from you a good old eastern canadian pick uh courtesy of davin as a matter of fact because i found out about this band from her story i think because it came out like maybe the first day or two of november and she's like oh this fucking rips and i'm like okay (laughs) okay let me let me take a look at this Mm -hmm. and the more i've listened to it the more i recognize that it's fucking just it's brilliant. Like with this song, I was listening to it again a little bit earlier. And I wasn't able to make out the, there's a sample at the beginning. I was like, I don't know what the person's really saying or talking about, but it seems like from looking at, there's a, there's a French, there's like not a French, but it's a French Canadian accounts that post a lot of uh, uh, femme fronted bands. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know how to pronounce it to save my life. It's like a, I'm actually pulling it up because it's, imp- and it's important, I would say. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I cannot recall an account that um, I know that they specifically were at, does uh, that. They were at the Montreal Madhouse mm. this past year. They had a table. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's Les Insomises, I think. I don't know. I don't know if that's. Uh, Correct, but it's intersectional punk feminist collective based in Montreal. Okay, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's how I found out about this. Um, well, I found out more about it because, like, I just happened to pop up on my feed last night and it had uh, Freezer Burn on there, which is the band. Um, they have, I believe it is a four song demo. This is the third track off it called Another Morning. And it seems to be a song about queer frustration and anger and I, I i i fuck with that even more it makes me fuck with the song a whole lot have you have you had a chance to listen to this yet no but it's been um there's been a lot of um uh i've seen this uh band kind of popping up like again this is like their demo so they're they're very fresh to the scene but i yeah, know that they had so. a um like a demo release show um I think literally yesterday, two days ago, it could as have, far it could as the been, time of recording been, yeah. this, um, with Cesspool, which is, uh, they were also doing the demo release, and uh, Crosscheck, who is another Montreal feature that we have coming later in the episode. Um, Here we go. So I, I saw the name a lot, and I think I was like, I was curious about it, because I, I, we've also featured here on the show another band called Freeze uh mf freeze motherfucker 
Yeah, freeze. Yeah, freeze, motherfucker. So yeah. I think it's like it was cool to see another, I guess, band kind of take on a uh, a, a a chili type of band name. But um, yeah, I haven't really given it its proper like sit down and thoroughly listen. So I guess that's let me what tell you something right now. Here. You you are gonna hear these riffs and you're gonna have to go to the restroom again. You're gonna have to <laughs> shit. I promise you, there's gonna be a part in this and. It's just ass beating. You have no idea. I just, I'm excited. This is probably my favorite thing I personally put on here because I just think it's grown on me a whole lot okay. more than I expected. Well, we have no. been starting to do like personal favorites that we, uh, that we put on of each other. We still have a lot of music to get through specifically, but, um, yeah, I'm stoked to kind of hear it. Um, good to see Montreal still thriving and doing its, doing its thing. Um, so this is another morning by Freezer Burn. I have been This is their demo. Yeah, that's 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 their demo. <laughs> that's such a way to come out swinging. Holy shit! Yeah, I really def- like that. And the cool thing about this is that they play a little bit more with like thrashier elements and other songs too. Um, 
because I think that whatever the first song was that I listened to on this, I thought it was just going to be like a thrash crossover band. But mm-hmm. there's they're playing around with their sound a little bit, which is nice. I like to see some experimentation a little bit in a demo to try to like see where you're at. But this is dope as fuck. I mean, I I like the name. I like the art. Hopefully, you know, I'm I, I'm not gonna say I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm I would be surprised if they weren't playing next year's Madhouse. But oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's such a, I think it's the name itself is super interesting to me. And maybe I'm thinking about it more because I bought a, uh, we went to Costco a couple weeks ago and I got like a literally like hot, like Lord of the Rings Hobbit size satchel of just buns. And we like threw it in the freezer and I found the perfect setting on our microwave to like perfectly like defrost it and like do like the auto defrost but like you know it's kind of like soft and um but there's still those you know nasty little like freezer burn pieces just at the top of it that i have to kind of like deal with so i feel like if you are listening to this and you have something that's like consumed by freezer burn you need to you know you need to deal with that but at the same time you need to check out this band at the same time that's the challenge if you're listening to this if you've left something to die in the freezer you have to go check out this release get your protein waffles out of the freezer and (laughs) they'll look like they've been in there since the last ice age and you're just gonna have to scrape (laughs) whatever the residue is on there and then just hope and pray that it's still edible (laughs) protein waffles I I don't yeah yeah I like I like my protein waffles yeah okay what yeah I'm trying to think of what's in my freezer right now that might have freezer burn I, I think that there's like some fro uh like some frozen fucking why am I blanking on what it's called um it's the green veggies that you didn't like as a kid Brussels sprouts yeah Brussels sprouts yeah I feel there. There are some in there. I need there. to try those again. I haven't had those probably since I was a child. I, <laughs> I, I, I imagine they're good. I like I like a lot of the leafier green veggies. And if it's something like that, not probably fun. Dude, but. like fresh Brussels sprouts that you throw in the oven and you throw a little bit of uh, mm. like, you know, a little bit of uh, olive oil and some salt. Mwah, that shit is bussing. Fuck yes. Yes. Um, Do you know who else is bussing is your, your next, next pick. <laughs> thanks to bring us back on track it was just talking <laughs> about vegetables um yeah so next band is called wait i'm kind of low-key I, 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 i'm realizing we should have put this man in eighth not seventh oh dude that would have been smart but <laughs> i think it's funny that we didn't <laughs> yeah that's fair so our seventh pick is going to be eightfold path or yeah san jose california um yep. track is vengeant which my notes app is telling me is not a word but i like that it, that i don't know if it's vengeance or like am i am i tripping if this is not a word uh maybe it's not uh then I've never seen it used that way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was like, oh no, it says it. It says it's technically a word when I look it up on Google, but okay. I've just never seen seen it been used. Yeah. Seeking or taking vengeance, avenging. So I guess like you are, yeah. Okay, yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, 
like literal form of vengeance. Hmm. When Batman says I'm vengeant, he is a vengeant. Is that how that works? I, th- I think so. Grammar's <laughs> okay. not my strong suit, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is off a two-song promo um, titled Descend uh, that they just put out. Um, I was really stoked to see this release because when Eightfold Path, uh, I guess, first kind of pop up, I-, I feel like people in the Bay are very, very good at like hyping up a lot of the new shit that's popping up there. Um, any mm-hmm. new, anytime a new band demo drops, I see all the, all the, I guess, bigger band name people, folk blasting out into the ethos, which I think is really, really important. Um, but yeah, I feel like there was a lot of people talking about Eightfold Path in 2022 when their, I guess, their first EP dropped. And then it's kind of been yeah. not a lot since then. And then this came out and I was like, I was just so eager to to jump into it and listen. Mm. Um, how is it? Do you know how it, it differs from like the EP? Because I haven't given the promo a, a listen yet, but I, I was pretty excited to see it. But is, is there much of a difference between like Sonic sounds? Um, I haven't like I didn't really go back and listen to the older one, and it's been a minute. But I feel like it. At least to me, this track was like a lot heavier. And like more like, I don't know, maybe there's just like some subtle like death metal shit in it that I I just Mm. wasn't expecting. I've always viewed them as like maybe uh, like like a Bay style hardcore band that had a bit of like beat down aspects to it. But I feel like this just kind of was like, oh, I think that they're going off into a, a specifically more like metal horn leaning lane at least that's what i'm hearing um okay yeah no i'm I'm happy to i'm happy to to see what it sounds like because like i like their older stuff but we'll see what the what this promo gives us yeah uh so let's listen to vengeant uh by eightfold path and let's uh let's check it out what what do you sorry i forgot that we only do audio only for these podcasts but Jack is just like reading the box. I was just reading like <laughs> how many servings are in this, man. Ugh. How Ooh, how large is that done. bottle? Yeah, uh, seven hundred and fifty milliliters. Wow, I'm almost done. You've been chugging away, <laughs> uh, dude. It's been good. It, it keeps like I'm saying. This is a perfect. There has to be a little bit of caffeine in this. Maybe I feel like there's something because like I feel a, a little bit more awake. <laughs> it's not just but maybe the track. it's just. It could, it's probably both, to be honest. <laughs> All right, Vengeant, Eightfold Path, check it out. Your words are made 
There are some kooky time signatures in that song. Yeah, I liked that though. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with this. This is this is neat. I wonder, I wonder what the whole like what I guess like the final product's going to be when the rest of the tracks come out. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I think that's always the interesting thing where two songs with a title of that, I guess, release. But I, I can't imagine it's just like, we just dropped two songs and not call it a promo, you know? Yeah. People do strange things these days, though, you know? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Do, what do, you, do you think? Probably another EP? Or maybe we'll get surprised so. and do full LP? I can see that, too. You know, I'm, I feel like with some of these things, like I don't know who all's going to eat path but i imagine with many projects and areas that share a lot of members you kind of decide a year or a year and a half beforehand it's like all right the next year's going to be for this band and then this band's going to have their chance to do their like recording and, and material so maybe maybe we might get a full length i wouldn't mind hearing like a, an eight song 12 inch mm-hmm. uh, of, of stuff that like this i think it's interesting it's good um yeah, I think it's it's going to stick with me for a little bit. I might even play it later at the gym. We'll have to see. Yeah. Just before we move on to the next thing, I heard something on a... I was listening to uh, the Jamie R.K. podcast uh, for his 400th episode, and he was interviewing a friend of Scoped, and um, I'm sure what it takes as well, but um, uh, it was Lexi from Spaced. They were talking mm-hmm. about their upcoming release that's going to be on Revelation. And they were saying that the it's it's an EP that's eight eight or nine songs. And then I was like, that mm-hmm. is a full length, my friend. Yeah, I think it boils down to boils down to like the time. I think that's what originally what segmented between like an EP mm-hmm. and an LP is like how much time it takes to to get through on each side. But that is kind of interesting, eight or nine song. It it could have been I can't remember if she said like seven or eight or something. It was just like to me in my mind, like I think the time aspect is yeah. Because if you're a if you're like a PV band that all your songs are like forty seconds long, like mm-hmm. you can't like do six songs or 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 seven songs and call it an LP if it's only like three minutes of music, you know? Like um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't know. I think if you're if you're putting in at least two to three minutes per track, like I think you can call an LP seven songs or eight at for sure. Eight for sure. Eight, eight, eight for sure. Yeah. Usually the cutoff mark to me just arbitrary cutoff. It's like, if it's more than six, I consider it an LP. Yeah. But Hey, they're the artists. I'm just the enjoyer. <laughs> so <laughs> what can I say? I'm just here to listen. Um, okay. So we got, uh, another track lined up and we actually have uh kind of our first and only call-in probably for this episode lined up as well so this is your pick jack how about you uh set it up for us yeah so this is a band uh because i've been kind of going through and and creating a separate playlist uh for what it takes for like the stuff that we're gonna consider putting into the zine um and so i was just coming across this again and I thought it was like super interesting because when I listened to 
Self-Inflicted, which is the the track that I picked from the band Trajectory off their, I guess it's like a, a an EP, four-song EP called Heat Seeker. It sounded very much like Richmond. And I was like, this is, I like this. I it very, I mean, close to home. It's like, this sounds like it could have fit in of like an earlier naysayer vibe. And it's like, this is dope as fuck. Hmm. And there's something about some of the songwriting with this where they're really, it's something that I have to keep like digging into my brain. So I, I feel like I've heard this in the distant past uh, where it's like, there was an era of like hardcore where there was sort of thrashier elements kind of been everything a little bit. It was like the, around like the, the, the rise of like cruel hand trash talk stuff. I feel like everybody had a little bit of like that style of picking or like some like power in it. And I, I just, I just really liked this. And then I found out it was a band from Denver, Colorado made it more, even more interesting. I was like, Oh shit. Mm. Uh, I, actually, I'm gonna double check that to make sure it's actually. No, they're from Denver. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. My memory's not shot yet. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is it, it's it, it's super cool, and I got to talk to our guest a little bit about just some of the, you know, like the sonic stuff it reminded me of, and that's something I'm definitely gonna hit on when we get into the interview. But uh, did you give a, this a chance before? Hand or you no, I wanted to. Surprised. I wanted to be fully surprised, especially if, with a, a guest call in right after. So, um, yeah, I think let's hit it, and then we can let our very patient guest into the call here. Um, so, oh, yeah. self-inflicted by trajectory. Let's see what the Den Denver hardcore's got. Cook. I can dig that. 
Um, yeah, let's right. uh, let's let Elijah into the call and uh, and chat some shit. Yes, indeed, lots to talk about. What is up? Oh, there we go. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. Yep. Heck yeah. Dude, thanks for joining us. I appreciate you, you know, staying on. I know like this uh this show we kind of leave yes in the in the waiting room for a little bit, but I appreciate you hanging on uh until now to to join in. Thanks for joining us. No, oh, dude, thanks for having me on. Uh Elijah, can you tell the folks at home uh, as well as Jack and I um what you do in uh trajectory? Uh I play guitar. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. um yeah, so we just listened to uh to self-inflicted. Um, Jack, do you want to? Wondering what you were going to play. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jack, do you want to share with Elijah what you were mentioning as far as like sonically, like kind of what caught you originally? Because I definitely hear that from what you said, mm-hmm. but I, I think I want Elijah to hear, and we can chat about that first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've talked to you a little bit about it, Elijah. Um, like to me, when I first listened to this, it sounds a lot like what I remember hearing from Richmond in like the late 2000s, early 2010s. And just because of my proximity, because like my hometown is like only two and a half, three hours away from it. That's like kind of like the major scene that I would go to for shows. And so I thought it was nice that someone outside of Virginia is trying to to, to bring in some of that kind of flavor with it. Um, I guess, am I right in saying that there's a lot of like kind of Richmond influence on this, uh, and just in particular, what kind of goes through with the influence uh, just instrumentally in this band? That, that When you told me that, the first time you told me like, oh, it reminds me of Richmond Hardcore. I was like, that's the best compliment I could have ever received. <laughs> no, for sure. I know that like when, when we started this band, I wanted to, I just wanted to do a band that sounded like Fire and Ice. And like yeah. every time we would write, I, I felt like. Well, I don't know if it really sounds, this is what I'm going for. I don't know if it's really, you know, um, that's, but all, all of my favorite hardcore bands growing up were like Richmond bands, like Naysayer, Fire and Ice, like Down to Nothing. Like, oh yeah. I, I almost moved there. Like when I graduated high school, I didn't, but you know. For, for the crazy core part, or, or something else? Dude, just for the core. I was like, <laughs> United Blood happens there. All my favorite bands were there. I've never, like, it just seemed like the greatest place to me, but I, I've still never been. Mm. So I'm going to make your way down there one day, man. It's shit's, yeah. shit's still popping off. Shit's still going good. So no, I, I mean, I definitely plan on it. I, dude, hopefully we can get out there with trajectory. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'll try, I'll try to do my best to, to get y'all somewhere in Virginia. If y'all come over for real. Dude, I wanted to ask how, like how you found the, like the EP that we released. Was it just like, did it just pop up on Spotify? Or? Yeah. That's a good question. Oh, yeah, so I, I just am a notorious Bandcamp uh, archivist and, and uh, what's it called? Archaeologist, I would say. I just kind of go through <laughs> Bandcamp tags. I just literally listen to everything that, that's under hardcore, hardcore punk. And so I found it that way. On Bandcamp? And, huh? On Bandcamp? Yeah, I believe so. That's yeah. incredible because we almost didn't put it on there. No, nah, I'm yeah. glad you did because some people are like starting to stray away from the Bandcamp thing because – if it's if it's not on there, the other way I find out about stuff, there's like three or four different playlists. Like I know No Echo does one. There's two um there's two European guys that do a, a really good job at uh kind of cataloging things on like a weekly basis. And so I use those to kind of supplement, but it's really just bandcamp that. And then if I feel 
like spending an entire day, I'll go on Discogs and just look at like hardcore in the year 2023. And that's incredibly it's not boring to me, but it's boring to most people just be going through pages and pages of stuff looking for new stuff. But that's how I found but it. You it goes to show because there's a lot of bands who are starting in this year and even in 2022 that don't do the Bandcamp release. And I feel like mm-hmm. I, I come like I was playing in bands before like streaming or anything. And so like and I think the the power of just like uploading your music and then just pressing publish and you're not having to wait two weeks to get it on something or like that is that is hardcore through and through and i feel like it's almost like i feel like it's almost out of respect to like what Bandcamp did for like di more diy music to put it up there but like a lot of people don't do that but like people are finding out about it through that so it's not just streaming only what no, was your hesitancy, no, like, uh, Elijah, to, to put it up? Do you're like, oh, who the fuck does this anymore? Or? No, exactly. I mean, the last band that I, this is the first band I've done in probably 10 years. I think the last band I did was in 2013. Oh, okay. Um, so like, you know, there wasn't really, or people weren't, I don't know if there was Spotify then. I mean, if there was like, it wasn't the thing people were, right. that wasn't the main platform, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we did release on Bandcamp and just, uh, I just feel like, I've just been listening to stuff on Spotify, honestly, you know, I feel like a lot of people do that. So I was like, mm. our basis actually was like, we should throw this up on Bandcamp. And I was like, okay, I wasn't going to, but if, if you want to do that, let's go, you know? Well, you know, this is a smart move. Cause like the way yeah. that I see it is like, obviously I use Spotify primarily for most of my stuff too, but like to find new stuff, I feel like it, the algorithm, like it, <laughs> not the two mode warm, but like, since I just like know a lot of things, I, I'm familiar <laughs> with a lot of bands usually the algorithm is very slow on Spotify to find new stuff. Like it's going to show me stuff I already know. Mm. So I have to just go into the trenches and really start trying to find like legitimately stuff that was uploaded maybe like 12 hours ago, Mm. just so I can like get my hands on it first. Uh, So I have a question, Elijah. Uh, It's, it's, it's interesting to hear that. I guess like there was like a 10 year, like a decade long gap of like kind of doing different band stuff. Um, what was happening in the midst of that? If, if that's not too personal of a, a question. Oh no. I, um, I, when I graduated high school, I, I joined the military for okay. six years and I was moving around a lot. So it was kind of hard to like kind of get plugged into any kind of scene or anything like that. moving around a lot. Um, I, I lived in Kansas for a while. Uh, and I remember, not going, I hadn't been into a show in like a year or two. And I found that I was like, well, I'll drive up to Nebraska. I think at that point it was like, it was like a terror show. I think Ben life was playing some other. Mm. So I drove like two hours up there, but it was, I didn't know anybody. And like, you know, I don't know. It, it was just kind of, it felt weird to me, like n- nothing on, you know, people at the show, it just, it was a me thing. And I kind of got depressed about it a little bit. And I was like, well, I guess, done with this feels weird now i haven't been to a show in a while i don't know anybody here i'm gonna move again like and then i remember i had like all of my all my band shirts like i just took to the goodwill and just like dropped them off and i was like i guess i'm done and then uh i got out of the military i moved to denver uh, where we're based out of Mm -hmm. and uh no i just i don't even know how i found out about a show like if it was instagram i saw a flyer i was like "I i should just go I don't know these bands, but like, I'll just go. And then I went to a show and I was like, why did I ever stop going? Mm. Like I, to be honest with you, I actually shed like a couple of tears when I was at the show. Mm. 
this is incredible. Cause it was a packed out show. I was like, this is incredible. Like, this is so stupid. I just started going to shows again and then met people and wrote the EP. Yeah. Well, like I, I, I appreciate you kind of, you know, sharing a lot of that because I think it's like, I think it's very apparent for people that have been in it long enough where it's like, it either is like, I will do this till the day of my last breath and like, whether it's pop in or not, but I feel like people do go through the motions of like, and they don't really talk about that as far as like, just feeling like, Oh, I, like, I guess I got to go to the show or, you know, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of other lights, life stuff that happens in the midst of all that where it like, you know, and, and I'm speaking from my own personal experience where it's like, I, I love hardcore with every bone in my body, but there is, it is becoming harder and harder for me to, I guess, be at the involvement and do the things I want to just based on like, you know, life and all those kind of things. And, and sometimes like that kind of wears on you as far as like having a large part of that be your identity. And then you're like, you know, like, Oh, I wish I could have gotten all my shirts back that I dropped off the good, like all yeah. those kind of things. But every day I think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure someone that went to that Goodwill just like fucking loaded up and, uh, you know, got some, some, some good threads. So um, I guess like speaking of trajectory specifically, ha- has sonically that kind of band been a band that you've always wanted to do? Um, and it was, only possible with you kind of living in Denver or kind of what was kind of like, was it written in the stars in your mind to kind of do this kind of band now, or was it just kind of a happy accident that this sonically was what you guys were going to go for? Um, I, I think that every like project I've ever done, like hardcore wise, I think I, I've been striving for this kind of a sound. Mm. Um, I think, uh, it, this is just kind of building on that. I mean, even though it was so long ago, like the last band that I did, um, I would like to say that this is just a better version of that. I, I mean, if I'm being honest, you know, sometimes I think about like doing different bands. I'm like, Oh, I could do this style or that style, but I always seem to come back to like just writing music and riffs like this sonically. Gotcha. Um, and it's probably just because I've listened to so much of like a specific style of hardcore that that's just like where my brain goes, I guess, when I'm trying to write riffs. Yeah. It's like your bread and butter, man. I mean, like, I, I think I've been in a couple different bands myself, but sometimes when I think about like what I want to be in, it's always, it kind of goes back to like one or two different lanes <laughs> of, of yeah. stuff. It's hard to like detach from that creatively, you know? So um, I was going to uh, ask real quick, if you don't mind, Spencer, yeah, just of two quick things. One, I, I don't know if you'll be able to, to speak on because it was uh, involving like, the lyrical content. Because um, I think, and I'll go into that just real quick. I think what I like about this song a lot is it's talking about stuff that can be vulnerable, but in a way where it's just like completely cool and and, and chill that to, to just talk about. And then like at the end of it, it's like, yeah, fuck you if you don't, <laughs> if you're trying to say that you're, you've never had self-doubt before. It's a human thing. You've definitely yeah. had it. You're not too cool to feel emotions. Yeah. I fuck with that kind of vibe. Uh, I don't know if you can speak on that, but the other thing was just maybe like how the band got together. Because I mean, you said you got back to Denver and like started this, like how was the creation of trajectory and like what is the future looking like uh, for y'all in 2024? Okay. Uh, lyrical content. I got to shout out our, our vocalist, Nick, Nick Ray. Um, he's from like the Louisville area uh, he's okay. in, uh, in Denver. And uh, yeah, he is, 
that's probably my favorite song lyrically. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, he just, the lyrics that he's writing, uh, he, he told me, he's like, you know, when I started this band, I just wanted to like work on myself, become a better person. Um, you know, just, just be vulnerable. Just like you said. Um, mm. So yeah, I guess it's kind of hard to speak on. I didn't write the lyrics. I'm only going off of, you know, what he told me, but yeah. um, he's like right now he's in uh he's going to college for like a social work program. So okay. um, yeah, he's, he's just trying to do a lot of good. So uh, there you go. I, yeah, work I, in the I, world I and work on himself. And yeah, he's a great, I love that guy. Um, but actually, so how we started was I met him at a show. Um, I think like my first or second show in Denver. I'm not from Colorado originally, from Ohio, about 30 minutes outside of Cincinnati. Actually, all of our members are not from Colorado. We just said <laughs> that. They're all transplants. Like yeah. So, like, I met Nick at a show and was we started talking. He was, oh, I'm from Louisville. Like, oh, I'm from right from Cincinnati. That's crazy. Like, so we got to talking about that and and we both wanted to do a band. You know, I know a drummer and I know a bassist and we just kind of met up and you know, form trajectory. Actually, the drummer, he's from Michigan. It this is the first band he's ever done. Uh, oh, we just shit. yeah, we huh. just played a show two days ago. It was our first show, his first show in his entire life, which was cool. <laughs> That's so sick. Who, who was it with? Um, ceramic from California. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I have yeah. the flyer. Ceramic, Mary, and the cycle. Um, yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, so it was a great show. Um, but honestly, like with it being his first like band ever, it kind of makes trajectory feel more special to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So, um, but looking forward to 2024, I want to write some new music. Uh, we got, there we, have, you go. yeah. we have a fifth one that we haven't recorded yet, but like, I'd really like to do probably another EP. Um, and then we're talking about, we're trying to get something set up for the summer, perhaps a tour. Mm-hmm. We were th- thinking about oh let's hit all of our hometowns you know like we have <laughs> that, that would be super sick i think we have nebraska like uh detroit cincinnati louisville so we're like oh let's do a big circle i so, mean yeah big loop there's some routing yeah. Yeah, that you can do there for sure yeah but um there's nothing like set in stone right we're trying to figure everything out yeah um i guess like yeah so with a release like kind of this late in the year, I, you know, I definitely see a lot of bands that try to, you know, because unfortunately a lot of like December, like releases get kind of like forgotten about, unfortunately. So like, and and, you know, we're, this is all November kind of shit, but um, I guess like what, is it going to kind of just be a continuation of these songs or is there kind of like anything you want to like kind of dig your heels on a little bit more sonically? Um, yeah, that, that's a great question. I, I kind of want to, I want the new tracks to be like just a tad heavier, just, just a little bit, you know, like I don't want to go so far, you know, sonically in another direction where it, it feels off, you know, I feel like, t- um, like every, every band's sound changes from, you know, release to release, but which is great. I just don't want to swing too far in one direction, but if anything, I just maybe a little bit heavier. Yeah. You're just like kind of turning the the gain or the volume knob up a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to do anyway. Yeah. Um, that's very dope. Well, uh, Jack, do you have any other questions for Elijah before we let him go? No, I mean I just I'm uh, I'm happy you're able to make it on and 
I'm really digging this and hopefully y'all come out with music sooner rather than later. Cause I, I'm a, I'm a full advocate of it. I know that I showed some of the Richmond, uh, younger Richmond heads this and they all approved because I was, I had to, I had to get the seal of approval from them. I was like, Oh, does this actually sound like Richmond stuff? And they're like, yeah, hundred percent. It's good. So you got my approval. You got Druke's approval from wasted space. So yeah, it's six. I don't know how many thumbs up you're giving, but I'm going to have two for me, two for Druke, maybe two for you. Spencer? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give yeah. thumbs up on behalf of all of Western Canada. I'll say that. <laughs> Hell yeah. There you go. Uh, Elijah, anything you want to plug or shout out before uh, we let you go? Um, now I, I'll just shout out my, my bandmates, Nick Ray. He does the vocals. We got Jackie on the bass, Cade, Cade on the drums. Um, first band ever. That's super sick. Yeah. Guys, shout out you guys. This uh, like the podcast and the playlist that you guys do is pretty cool. Like it kind of blows my mind. Like taking that ten year break, really, and then like mm-hmm. coming back, and I'm like, wow. Like everyone has podcasts and this or that. <laughs> like there's and like uploading music to Spotify and it circulates so fast. And like uh, there's just so many, so many like creative things people are doing and like different avenues that like I get to interact with like hardcore, like this thing that I love that I feel like I didn't have. Mm-hmm you know 10 plus yeah like it's so easier to stay in touch with hardcore now because like back then you really just had to be either going to shows or just like maybe if you were part of like the block spot scene just looking up stuff but now you got the podcast you got like different avenues of like twitter instagram facebook we still use that and it's it's really thriving so it's it's still a great time for hardcore it hasn't gone downhill from post pandemic i I can see it still going up so it's just Mm -hmm. perfect timing to get back into it yeah no it's awesome and like like i said like even you guys like doing this this podcast i'm like oh i can just throw this on and 24 7 just listen about a thing that i love like this is great (laughs) you know well you know i i feel like the the biggest takeaway from this conversation is put your shit on Bandcamp. I don't care what kind of <laughs> band that you are. That's important because uh, Jack might find it and put it on our <laughs> podcast and then we'll have you on the show. Like that's literally there how this go. whole thing Dude, translated. Side note, I still look up and listen to things on Bandcamp. But I kind of thought I was the only one that still did that. So nah, that's dude, there's, like, there's a contingent of people like okay. myself and you that still still go on that. Man. Yeah, like, I alive. got a list. Uh, you'd be probably be surprised. I have a list right now that I'm working on for the, we do like a yearly zine at what it takes. And it's 21 pages of releases that have come out this year. So like it, it, it it's insane. And most of that stuff was found on Bandcamp. So it's, it's worthwhile. Yeah. All right. Uh, Elijah, all your uh, links as well as trajectory will be in the show notes. Uh, really appreciate you calling in and uh, I'm excited to hear more and keep it going. Dude, thank you both for having me on. Of course. You have a good rest of your day, bro. Yeah, it's a pleasure. You too. What a nice man. That is a nice man. Yeah. You know, and and one more thing I'll say, mm-hmm. since I miss, mentioned Druk, I think I said this on a podcast one time. If anyone ever comes into contact with that man or child, he's still in high school. So <laughs> if anyone comes in contact with this child and he's wanting to buy merch from you on Depop or anywhere else, Say no to him. He doesn't need a Bible. He's been banned from Vinyl Conflict in Richmond, banning him from Depop. Whatever whatever services you guys use in Canada, he should be banned from. All if Tim Hortons. Yeah, if that fucker pays $200 for another piece of merch again, I'm going to smack him in the face. 
<laughs> so that's all I'm gonna say. Then all right. Don't don't. This don't has give been a what it takes PSA. Um, <laughs> let's get back to the tracks. Uh, we're about halfway through. Yeah, we are. Okay, so. Next up, we're back on some Montreal hardcore shit. Um, the band we're going to check out uh, again. This is actually a returning feature. So, um, oh, who, who's the doggo? You can't just oh, bring a doggo Sophie. unprompted and say nothing. Yeah, Sophie woke up from her little nap, and so she's seeing what's going on. Yeah, the Sophie. She to with... talk about your your Montreal hardcore pick. She's like, oh, you know, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like Crosscheck. Um, yeah, damn right she does. So, uh. You know, I I think we featured Crosscheck off of their demo. Um, I think it was this year, it, back in May. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah, that um, makes sense. I I am blanking on who uh, the name of this person, but someone from the band came up and uh, introduced themselves to me at Hold Your Ground because uh, they were in town for that, and uh, they were thanking us for for featuring uh, track off the demo and said that they have some new shit coming out. And I was like, I remember us both very much vibing on uh, on on the demo shit. So I was like, send it to me and I'll put it on on the next one. And you know, I'm I try to be a man of my word as much as I can. So uh, we're gonna be listening to that. I also selfishly wanted to feature this because this track features. Very close friend of Scope Exposure, uh, Grayson, who runs Beans and Breakdowns podcast, as well as sings for another Montreal classic band, Bruiser Weight. So, um, track is called Nightshade. Let's run that and uh, and we'll talk about it.
I'm about to say something. Oh I have mad okay. respect for. I feel like Crosscheck is the most Canadian band on a really on, on, on a surface level. The fact that okay. their name is Crosscheck. This release okay. is just a hockey player who's been mangled to death with uh, his own instrument of a <laughs> of a hockey stick. I don't know. It's just it's very Canadian, and I obviously have a, a bit of a bias to that. Um, but like, if this band doesn't have like Tim Hortons rip merch, like I'll just be upset. You know, I I feel like I remember talking to you about this last time. Of uh, I think the interesting vocal styling on there because there's like some like maybe distressed like talking vocals a little bit like uh throughout the song and then there's like the the more harsh stuff i like that kind of contrast um i feel like if it if it was just the harsh stuff i think it would just not be as sick yeah i was gonna say like it's something that usually i don't know if you really find a lot i mean there's evidence of it sometimes in hardcore where you'll see like maybe like bands like mind force or pain of truth they'll have like more singable parts or like faster talking and then there's like the harsh but like this one more reminds me of like kind of the screamo kind of stuff or like like emotive hardcore mm. um from back in the day so i think it's kind of dope i'm glad they're still unabashedly doing that uh kind of style of vocals and this is sick yeah uh, i i have to take your word on the canadian thing though <laughs> <laughs> it seems pretty canadian to me but what do I know? I'm just. A, a I think that they're a band that wears that on their sleeve, just with just a, a lot of the other stuff. But I feel like, I feel like this band, you know, again, just having a demo out this year and then putting out two songs, I feel like they're still maybe just kind of finding what the cross check sound is, because I feel like this track does have a lot of parts where it's like. Oh, like okay. There's like some subtle panic chords. Like there's some slower stuff here, um, which you know, I I I I think that there's a lot of good ingredients with this band. Um, so I think, oh, yeah, I think with the next EP, I'm I'm hoping where it's like, this is kind of the unified kind of lane of what they're trying to land in. Um, so I I it's not like criticism per se, but I think that's I I'm. I like what I'm hearing and I want to hear I want to hear the like the unified vision of that. Okay. No, I I'm pretty much right there with you. I'm in lockstep. Yeah. Okay. Next up we have another Canadian feature. Um this is right in my hometown of of Calgary. Uh this band oh, okay. is called Look Alive. Um is a bunch of members of like a bunch of other like uh local bands here. Um but uh, Look Alive put out an EP called Mimic, and the track we're going to be listening to is called Mirage. Um, so I have a lot of friends in this band. I've gotten to see them a number of times. Um, there's uh, members of Snake Pit who are in this band. Um, Grant, who used to play drums in Endgame, uh, plays drums in this band. And um, I think the, the coolest part of this band for me is Jeremy, the singer, uh, is a visual artist who has done all of their, uh, you know, single covers, uh, artworks, and he is just 
one talent ass dude. And every single thing that they've put out, I've just been like so impressed that he's just capable of doing like that level of work um, and making things. Just yeah, very, it looks very like it's like the cover of this belongs in like a, a fantasy novel or some shit. Like some <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. And I, th- I feel like this band is definitely on, um, you know, on that kind of metalcore spectrum that kind of leans itself to closer to like a mouth for war kind of like. Okay. I would say it's like mouth for war, like, but like mix in a little bit of like the every time I die technicalness of nism. Um, you yeah, know, you, you're making my gears turn in my brain. <laughs> Okay. So um, this is a this is one of the fa- very few times in the in our recording history that I have no idea about this band whatsoever. Never yeah, I had a them. feeling that you would be completely <laughs> well, thrown for a loop for this one, but um, yeah, no, I'm I'm happy about this. I like just going in extra blind because, like I said, like, I I was looking for their Spotify. They've had other like stuff come out, and I just can't believe I missed this. Yeah, Every, everything's been kind of just like single just here, single crazy there. Shit. I'm, I would highly recommend they they did a music video for a track off this EP. Um, But what they did is they just like they painted this whole like kind of crazy graffiti style mural that they shot this video on. But it it took like multiple weeks to get it. And it's like, you know, Mm. it's it's something it looks like something that's been sitting there, you know, on a downtown strip for, you know, for years. But this is for my homies in Look Alive. Which is also, the band is named after a uh, Grey's Anatomy reference. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Because Fuck yeah. uh, it was there was an episode where it's like, you know, when you're in the hospital and everyone's losing their mind, it's like, look alive, people. That's where that comes yeah. from. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. So if I you like, like Grey's Anatomy, you, you might like this band. Um so track is called Mirage by Look Alive from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Let's hit it. Why? 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 Why?
over on your side of the computer there yeah yeah no I, I i dug this this is some of the stuff that like makes my brain itch in a way and just like damn there's a lot that i don't know that's going on but i like it. it's just like i guess that, that that happens to every listener of music where you just like listen to something and you're just totally unfamiliar with even like where it's coming like the the different points like that there's some guesses that i could make about what inspires stuff like this but like to me, this is like mathematical, <laughs> <It's> like formulaic, <laughs> like metallic, evil professionalism. And mm-hmm. it just, it, it's, they should be proud of what they did. That's very good. Yeah. I feel like this is a, a fi- like this is kind of a, a band's band, you know, where you can kind of mm, watch and yeah. you're just like, damn, why are you so much better at your instrument than I am? <laughs> yeah, that's totally, no, I would totally say that. Yeah. Um, all right. We are back at you when it comes to picks. So this is our yeah, let's keep it going. So this is uh negative impact from Poland. It's what the PLHC stands for, Poland Hardcore. <laughs> PLHC, <And> okay. <laughs> there you go. Um and this is just something I thought that was kind of neat. Um they're doing uh the band's doing like a a mixture of things there's like kind of unpredictable element of this where it's like minority unit level different vocals so i listened to the whole thing that it is like i don't know how many vocal features or if it's all the band doing different stuff but like there's just a lot going on mm-hmm. in each track and each track's kind of different vocally um but it, it's doing a little bit of like kind of power violence stuff at times mixed with like youth crew revival, maybe like react records kind of stuff. And it's kind of right up my alley. I feel like it's the most, <laughs> it's very Roanoke sounding. Like that's a band that could have, could have, this is a band that could have existed in Roanoke. Hmm. Uh, Cause it just sounds like two things that people really fucked with here, which is really fast shit. And like that youthy style and it's mixed together and, it's blended together well, 
but it's like also at the same time you like there's a little bit of like now i want to say unprofessionalism it's like it's a little rough around the edges <laughs> and i kind of like that for it um do you, are you familiar with this band at all not at all um I, it's a party man it's gonna wake you up <laughs> i'm stoked to check it out some plhc in, AM, in right? the am uh so it how do you pronounce this song is it ruling ideas yeah there you go okay word um and this is ooh, one of the shortest ones on our on our playlist here so it's gonna be yeah it's in and out just never states welcome and it's gonna pack a mighty punch okay well punch away negative impact um this is ruling ideas plhc interesting i really like that dude it's fucking i wish i could understand it's like they took two ideas and they didn't think they would go together and it somehow (laughs) does you know like in my head i'm picturing like a show that's in in poland that's gone to like 2 a.m at at some like venue and people are a little too drunk (laughs) and and people are grabbing the mic and like they know the words and all but it's just it's like that kind of drunken unity i like that it's it's very cool yeah and uh i feel like it's very important to have like i love when bands have two different vocalists like a main vocalist in in a in a backup but they're they're Mm -hmm. so stark like difference wise and like i feel like this band is like you know, it's scratching on all the punk style of vocal stylings that I really, really like. You got like the, and then you got the, so. <laughs> uh, I wish I knew what part of the body that, that sound comes from where like the, the power violence too much. It's, it's certainly, it's not the throat. It has to come somewhere deep in your chest cavity. You're just right. like belting it out. Yeah. It, you're really like, you know, pushing out out your butthole when you're recording those kind of vocals for sure yes i wish something i hope to know you know whatever you believe like afterlife wise but i if there was one thing that i would like to know i would love to know every person that's recorded vocals and has shit themselves mid like recording 
I'm sure that's happened. I just I'm don't know. sure that's happened. Yeah. No one's I talked don't know about, about it. Full on shit because like that'd be insane if you just took a full dump. But maybe like a hard chart. I'm sure <laughs> definitely. It could even be me, man. I don't know if I remember, but I probably I'm sure I might <laughs> squeak one out, maybe. I don't know. It's it's possible. But that that's if if it was like you have one wish, I'd be like, I would like to know who's uh who's doing that. Um so okay, next up. It's a pick from me, and okay. So this band is called Tempers Fray from London. Mm-hmm. The track yep. is Force Fed off the new album Return to the Earth, which again, just going off of uh, Spotify standards, seems self-released. Let's just double check that because we seem to be having some bad luck when it comes to getting. Or oh no, not, I got not me, gonna... but. I'm gonna figure. You know, I don't see anything on Bandcamp that would suggest otherwise. So you might be. You know, let me ask you something because I'm sure if you haven't noticed this, is this not the combined blue eyes white dragon from Yu-Gi-Oh? That is why I checked this shit out. (laughs) I was fucking scrolling on Spotify, and I and I've been rewatching Yu-Gi-Oh recently, and I'm like. What is this Kaiba ask, like, like mid battle screenshot artwork? And I listened to it. I was like, "Oh, this is hardcore." Okay, you have yeah, my dude, blessing. <laughs> I, I used to be a big Yu Gi Oh stand, and this is immediately what I thought of. I was like, "It's like Dungeons Dragons meets Yu Gi Oh," and I'm like, "This is probably gonna be some good shit." And it was. Yeah. This is gonna be one of the ones I was gonna pick, maybe too. But you had acquired it, or I did. Dude, that is straight up a scene from an episode that I watched like this past week. Just like this is all like season one Yu-Gi-Oh, where there was no tribute sub summons to bring out like huge ass monsters like that. So you just like pull out, you know, blue eyes like turn one and you know. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, so I'm really, you know, I'm really psyched to to check it out. I think this is our longest track off of Definitely. um so it's it's got some uh you know we, we gotta let them cook for a little bit but uh this is tempers fray force fed for the Yu-Gi-Oh heads or not uh i hope you like it as much as uh as i do
this is the you've activated my trap card moment. Some serious business. Yeah, dude, that's fucking. I feel like this style of hardcore is just like what the UK does really good right at this moment, and it's hard to it's hard to top this. This is very good. Do you think? I was thinking about this during the track. Do you think it's it's more on the 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 instruments that lend to the UK sound? Because for me, I feel like that style of vocals, that makes me... Th- when I think of a European band, I think of that style. Like the cauldron-esque, yeah. like higher register fry. Mm-hmm. I think it's a mixture of both. I think mm-hmm. when I just think about more like thrashier and metallic stuff, I feel like like half the time it's coming from like Leeds or London or somewhere yeah. over in the UK. and. Yeah, I guess it's a good mixture of both that, that indicates that. Tempers Frey. You guys need to make a fucking like Yu-Gi-Oh rip shirt, please. I will buy that immediately. <laughs> I'm sure oh, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um uh, okay. do you wanna do a uh, a daily double? Is this the daily double? Yeah, I think that this is the daily double. Okay, yes. cool. Two two of your picks too. So yeah, you said yeah. That's what I figured. You yeah. set up the first one, and then we'll talk about the uh, the next one after we run it. So this is a weird thing to say about a band, I guess, because when I so when I saw this release and I looked at the tracks, I didn't even have to listen to it at first. Like I already know this is gonna be good because there's like a the feature on each track. I think it's all Texas shit, which is dope. They're just riding hard for Texas. This is a, it just like, you ever like just see a release and the rollout just looks like it, they know what the fuck they're doing. That's just kind of what I got. <laughs> so I, they got immediate respect from that. Yeah. This and, was on my considerations too. Um, oh, f- fuck yeah. So. so you know what's what's coming. I, I feel like this is another example of classic like heavy hardcore mm-hmm. where it's just like beating the living daylights out of you. And I think this is my favorite probably my favorite track there's a couple of them that were, were good contenders um uh i think the, the one, one that i chose was so i was just gonna say i think the one that i was thinking about including was the the feature with uh sanity slip um oh, okay but this yeah, was yeah that's one of the ones i was thinking yeah yeah uh was either that one or because or i said so um but um afflicted by conviction is the one that i chose and it features Alista. so you know that shit's gonna be 
fire. The honorary Canadian Texas band. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah Just because Rivers up from uh originally from up here. So Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm and I'm thinking about it more because we started to roll out the the hold your ground sets and it was so cool to see Ballista on Canadian. Well, we've we've seen them uh for scope five. We had them out, but like to see them play literally as close to where River was 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 born was like really cool to see. And she was rocking the fucking Canadian jersey. I think I think she had a like a Toronto Blue Jays like baseball jersey, Ooh. but it said ballista on the back. So I was like, that is sick. Um be sure cool. to check that out. But yeah, I I'm stoked to 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 feature this track. And then speaking of that, just as a little hint for what's coming at the after the other end of the double is another Canadian pick, but we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, force of will of uh offic- officiated, x fish, x. I'm having uh, a moment. Jax, help me <laughs> up. Afflicted. Is there an element? Affl- I only have oh, this yeah. right after the F. Yeah. Okay, Afflicted. I'm uh-huh. not stupid. No, you're not. Afflicted you're genius, by conviction. There you go. Okay, let's let's check it out, and then uh, we'll hit you with the the daily double right after. Well, we've had a few songs for the plebs. Now here's a little ditty for the debs. Yeah. 
Jack, tell the folks who the fuck that was. It's the one and only Deadbolt off their self-titled, I guess it's an EP, right? Yeah. EP. Six songs, so it's right for me. I still yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very no relevant conversation. <laughs> uh, and it's a song Waste Management. And I think this is a band that just does this sound really well. It's like they're evoking something very powerful when they're when when uh when with like the vocals and stuff like that. And it's just like there's certain bands where you just like want to take all like the the shitty people you know and just like put them under like a bulldozer. <laughs> That's kind of what it makes you want to do. Montreal's like so interesting to me because I truly can't say there's like a specific sound from that kind of camp or or yeah, scene there specifically. definitely isn't that far I can tell. Yeah, cuz like the fact that you can we can have Deadbolt and Freezerburn on here and they sound like totally different ends of the spectrum, I guess. Um but then mm-hmm. cuz you can't you can't look at maybe one of the most popping bands from there and say, "Oh, it's like that's that's the band that's influenced everyone. it's like no like prowl is sick and exists but like there's just as many great bands that are like touching so many different avenues and i deadpool is definitely one of those that's kind of probably at the at the like top of the leaderboards when it comes to more like punk leaning montreal hardcore shit but yeah i'm i've been fucking with this uh this release and i'm glad that it's on our list I feel like I distinctively remember them playing it at Madhouse because mm-hmm. uh, I thought they released this beforehand. And I guess I, if I'm unless I'm wrong, I don't think they have. But I just remember I think just one of those random things from a show years ago. I just remember the song in its entirety in my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, it's always it's always weird when um, when a band finally releases music. And, you know, I think strategically, yes, you should play newer material to kind of like feel it out in the room and get people excited about what's coming. But obviously you want to leave a couple tracks that are, you know, that on that you only play after the releases come out. But like sometimes, you know, I, I think about when like certain songs where I, <laughs> there's, I don't know why I'm ADHD, like just spiraling off of this train of thought, but um, there's a song of the pain of truth uh full length that came out that they were playing uh when they played hold your ground last year and uh for those that know there was like a moment that happened during that set that was like kind of chaotic and hilarious and every mm-hmm. time i listen to that track i think about that moment uh oh, okay so yeah. <laughs> just like some uh you know some subtle knocking out of uh you know s- some street justice so to speak but um it's uh yeah, it, it's it's funny to listen to that song. Anyways, I don't even know what I'm trying to say with this point, but uh, I the band is dope and the release is dope. Just get back on track. Yeah, right. so, um, We're ready for your last? I think yeah, your yeah, last this pick. Is, this this might be one of the first times there. My last pick is, you know, but like there's two more after. So I, I like that. You know, I can, you know, let it ride and you take it the rest of the way. But um, yeah, yeah. So. My last pick is uh, Force of Denial. Um, so this this release and band overall is interesting to me because I remember when their demo dropped. Um, mm-hmm. 
in 2021. And I think that's right in the... How early in the year was that? April. So it's early-ish. But I feel like that was the... Uh, you know, people... I think people were... The, the aspect of checking out new music that was in like full effect because everyone's still kind of in like lockdown time. And I remember yeah. when this release came out and I remember it might've been you and Davin from Marked for Life were just like, this shit rules. And uh, yeah. I yeah. was really, really impressed with it. And I haven't really like, it seems like they did a promo in 2022, but I think I completely like missed that. So... Uh, there's, uh, I think uh, a friend of mine from Ontario, um, uh, Seth, he does, uh, some artwork, um, and, and, and shit for a number of different bands shared it on his, uh, on his story and was saying like, I saw, I've, I haven't seen enough love for this release. And I'm like, Fortune Nile, like, where have I heard that band before? And then, you know, all the, all the memories start like flooding back and I checked it mm. out and I was like, very, very impressed and kind of remembering all the good things that I remember from that initial demo, as well as like everything else. And it's wild to me that this band is like, I feel like they could be so much bigger. And I don't know if just the aspect of them being like a European group versus like, if, if you like literally swap places with them and like magnitude or like a band like that, like, I feel like they would be of the same level, um, like hype wise. Oh yeah, I, I I would agree. I, I think this should be on people's list for like best one of the best records of the year. Um, because Whoa. okay, I, I, I yeah, I'm mean, seriously. It's this band. The demo was was fresh. I, I vaguely remember the promo from last year, but this is just an undeniable band of this ilk. It's just one of those things where it's like. Even though it's not a fairly good label, I think it came out on down but not out. Uh, it's it's just something that I guess hasn't reached the right people. I guess if you want to say that over in like the in North America. Um, but I mean, if you're fucking with with magnitude or with some of like anything you would have heard off of like the uh, from within records comps of that stuff that sounds kind of like this, or a lot of the Florida stuff. Yeah, this is right up your alley. I mean, you, you, it's gonna fit in perfectly with any playlist you got. I'm excited to listen to this track and just absorb it. Have absorb you Have it. you listened yeah. to this already, or this particular track? No, I have not. I gave it a cursory listen, and I just knew it from that. It, for me, I think I've told this before. I when I how I do it usually when I'm looking at stuff is like I'll give something a listen for like 30 seconds, and by that time I know if it's good or not. It, mm-hmm. it, it sounds crazy to think. But like when you listen to enough really bad stuff, because I definitely listen to a lot of really bad stuff at least once, uh, you you can tell if in that period of time that whether it will be great or not. And you I know, mean, I, a two minute I, song quality. that's twenty five percent of a of a track. Yeah, exactly. And and with the quality of the down but not out, I like a lot of the stuff that they've been putting out this year. And from what little I've heard of this, like I said, I think it's going to be in contention for one of my top 25 stuff. That's just a sound that really is like, I think it's done a lot, maybe too much now. I think it's kind of a little bit oversaturated, but like when it's done right, it's what I want, you know? Yeah, for sure. 
Okay, so the track that we're going to check out is called Plea for Reason off their, uh, off of Force of Denial's new EP, Times of Strife. Down but not out records. Let's check it out. I was, I love this a lot. I can say this is my favorite of your picks. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is the final one. Like that, I knew I was going to love it, but I love it a whole lot more. It just felt good, especially at the end. Like I didn't even mind the, the, the sound clip at the end. I was like, all right, yeah, just, get, just lay it on. Just keep going. Yeah. Well, it's so funny that you say that because that's how I felt where it was like 
bands don't do a long like you know just okay we're just gonna play the chords and the drummer's gonna do some subtle accents and we'll throw a sample like a lot of people would be like skip over that but i feel like they earned that longer out outro for that track 100 percent. oh yeah dude yeah that's something that maybe you want to incorporate live just like have that play and people still going off right the clean vocals were just i think that's when listening to that for the first time that's where i was like okay i dig this and i was like oh i really dig this just like the very like you don't need to like just just sing a little bit sick yeah i like that it wasn't like trying too hard to sing it had like a different register like it was a little bit like deeper and nicer i don't know it was soothing thing mm-hmm. almost yes um okay well i'm done for picks we got two more before we end the episode and then i gotta let you know as far as my favorite but where do we where do we go from here jack uh one of my favorite russian bands to exist uh called cokes um this song's gonna take you on a fucking ride I'll tell you that right now. It's called Time Warp. What I want, let me just ask you this. Have you ever you listened to this yet? No. Just, just hit play. And then we're going to talk about it. There's gonna be <laughs> no, a we're lot talking. Talk. Just there's going to be a lot. I promise you. I mean, you've set it up perfectly. So let's just hit play. Time Warp by Cokes? Cokes. Okay. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's hit it and... Uh, We'll talk after this. best guitar slide that i've heard in a long time 
Wow! It was magic. <laughs> Dude, that to me is like a conveyor belt, or more of like what I thought about was like a merry-go-round <laughs> of if you had a merry-go-round in a pit, and it's just warriors decide deciding dude are just going into so it's like real tribal dance around the fire right. shit you're just fucking losing your mind um i had gasm vibes yeah listening to that definitely do some gasm what i thought of first was bib i yep. think definitely some bib vibes and this is a more of a standout track because i usually try to pick things that sound like a, a good culmination of the release, but this is like an exceptional song. And the rest of them have like a, a different, uh, like it's still the same vibe, but there's more structure to it. But this was just like anthemic. It's just like, all right, I'm ready to go on the time warp. <laughs> take me, <laughs> yeah, take we me really there. were on a uh, a time warp. I just love how you set that up. You're like, just hit play. I'm like, damn, okay, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, it just speaks for itself, man. It's just that, that's like when I want to hear like, punk hardcore it's it's this shit this is what i want to hear and it makes me want to go like the the spongebob and patrick episode of spongebob where like they're cavemen and they go back in time like some real just neanderthal sound shit yeah so. that's very interesting okay well i'm not gonna say my favorite pick yet for you because we got one more track to end this episode um and very, you know, I know this is audio only, but, uh, you know, when we had Elijah calling in, he was rocking the the shirt of this band, unironically. So uh, that's what I was going to say. It's like, yeah, it's very uh, incidental almost that he yeah. wore the Ozone shirt. Uh, but hey, maybe he knew. Maybe he just maybe. knew. Probably not. But uh, Ozone, <laughs> ending our episode off. What do you want to say about Ozone? I would say that this is like the up and coming Texas band that to me, like to my knowledge, like obviously you have fugitive and stuff, but bands that like for, from I don't know who else is in this, but it seems to be like a fresh organic band. That's just on the rise. Mm. And we were going to talk to Ty from this band, but unfortunately had some stuff come up. Um, but this is just perfect. Hardcore. It, it, I've loved every single release they've done. I think they've teamed up with like Numerality Zine and maybe another record uh, label. And the interesting thing I was telling you a little bit before this is like they had this come out. And then I think yesterday or two days ago, they had a single out on Triple B Records. So there's some, yeah. something big's happening with this. I think people <laughs> are, are, are coming along. That is such a power ozone. move to be like, here's an EP and a single. Yeah, yeah, just laying it all on us. Um, it has this kind of like feeling. I don't know if you would remember this because very like, I don't know. It's it, it very prominent for me. But like when people first started finding out about Scourge mm. uh, back in the day, it had that immediate like cult following. I feel like there is a cult following for Ozone, and it's just a matter of time that maybe next year is going to be their breakout year. Uh, um, so I, I really like this track. I'm trying to remember what the title of it is. Oh yeah. Shutting, Shutting you, down. you down. Yeah. A minute 15. Beautiful. Um, and you know, it's, uh, 
I think it's just the best way to end the, this playlist. I, I, I hope that people will give this release some love. Um, as you kind of mentioned earlier, a lot of the November stuff and certainly a lot of December stuff doesn't get put on to lists, but got to keep your ears open. The year's not over until yeah. the ball drops. I mean, so, the title yeah. of the show is Listen Up, and that is 24-7, 365, you know? All month 366 of the year. 366 for next year. 366. Leap year. 366 next year. That's going to be some shit. 366. Let's just do uh, an, a special release episode just on the leap day. That's what I want. That's what I want to do. That'd be so sick. Because what day would that be? We, uh, that's a good question. The 29th of February next year. Let's see. Oh, Thursday. yeah. Because I was like, what? Yeah, it's the 29th of February. Maybe there will be a special listen up episode just on that day. It's every four years, right? Isn't it? Yeah, that's how a it leap works. Year. You know what we I should do? do yeah. We should try to figure out a way to do a listen up annual leap day live stream. Okay. And then people can just submit any new shit. Is that an Ooh. idea? I think that is an idea. <laughs> yeah, Every like four years, we'll just we'll go on for I don't know. We'll 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 figure out the idea, but I feel like that's We're something. We're gonna cook that we, on this a little bit more. Yeah, yeah we gotta cook. I like this idea. But uh, but um, I like. I was gonna say this last thing about the the ozone please song is, um, I think it's it to me it sounds a little bit like. I, a lot of people reference this, and I don't know if it's all if it's true ever. It, people always like, and I, I I think it is to an extent. Like people say, like, oh, backtrack has influenced so much of hardcore, and it has, hmm. but in a way where it does not, it's not prominent. It's not right in your face. It's just almost kind of part of like the the secret ingredients and stuff. Like, you know, like when you're making cookies, you have to have the necessary vanilla uh, extract. You have to have the butter and stuff. And salt, and like sometimes you're not tasting that or seeing it, especially when you have the finished product. But this very much backtracked to me, and maybe even like a little bit of like the no warning kind of stuff. I don't know uh, if you would agree, but um, it's it, it's exceptional stuff. And I hope that Ty makes his way onto your podcast and that you can talk about Texas things like. Uh, I was about to pull out a deep cut animal, uh, the Gila monster. I don't know if they have Gila monsters down there. I'm going to check real quick. Hold on. <laughs> this is very important. This Gila, is very important. Gila monster. Oh, yeah. You should look that up, dude. These things are badass. The shit. Gila monster? Yeah, G-I-L-A. And I think they're poisonous. Pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, this is a black and orange l- lizard. Which is like right up my alley. Yeah, but that that fucker, you can tell by the mouth, man. He's he's wanting to kill. He's he's yeah, trying to kill. Fuck. Uh, so yeah, you could talk about Gila monsters. Maybe they know about Gila monsters <laughs> over in Fort Worth, but I'm not sure. But anyways, what do, what do you what do you know about us? Um, I know a few things, but I I want to listen to this track first and foremost. Okay. Um, I also I think it's funny how you have. The it, as the last as we shut down this episode, yeah, we are shutting I didn't it down do that on purpose, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fitting. Um, so, shutting you down by ozone, let's hit it and then we can wrap this shit up. You may hate it, hate it.
that's my favorite track that you brought to the table. Oh, I knew. I saw the face. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew that shit that was game fire, is dude. Done deal. Like, am I crazy? It sounded like they were doing like a like a snare like like explosion, but on the vocals. Because it was like the the gang vocals did like a who, and it just like rattled my ear, my headphones. Yeah, you know, maybe they are. Because I I thought that was kind of an interesting. I don't know much about effects and stuff, but I did think that was kind of like different or unusual than what I normally would hear on gang vocals. But yeah, didn't that shit just pound fucking ass, dude? That shit fucking pounded, dude. I'm very tempted just to play that song again. <laughs> the fact that it's so fucking short, but I want to make sure that we can keep it fair to everyone else uh, on the playlist here. But damn, I'm gonna be listening to this whole fucking release right after. And, yeah, dude, uh, you gotta do the whole catalog to me. What I listened to uh, so far is good. Yeah, you'll like them. And I promise you. Who was the 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 chap from from this band that we were gonna have on? I believe it was Ty. Ty, uh, Ty, me, if you're listening, uh, we're gonna do a, a scoped exposure interview exclusive on this because I have that shit fucking rules, and I feel like we I want to give you more than a 20 minute little convo about it. So, and, and we got to talk about the fucking uh, the Geely monsters too. So, <laughs> dude, I hope you've seen a a, a Gila monster, man. That would make my day. Um, honest to God. So. I just want to qu- quickly wrap up and, and plug all the bands that we've listened to. Um, shout out to Her- Hereditary. Uh, shout out to Mugshot. No Turning Back. Inside You. Malignant. Freezer Burn. Eightfold Path. Trajectory. Cross Check. Look Alive. Negative Impact. Tempers Fray. Force of Will. Deadbolt. Force of Denial. Coax and Ozone. What a fucking like underdog episode and a half, dude. That was fucking yeah. wild. Um, and we finished right on the three o'clock marker, uh, three hour marker. It's 2 p.m. Yeah. You know, you usually go. we run a little, little harder than that. But um, uh, Jack, anything you want to say or plug, you know, uh, what it takes wise? I'm, I'm sure as the year is coming to an end, you're like, things are, you know, you're trying to make sure you've covered all the bases as far as releases of the year. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be having to do a little bit of backtracking a little bit, just make sure I got everything. But right now we're just, I think the idea of it is, since it's me, Andy, and and, and Young Jack right now, we're each going to make a top 25. And then internally, we're just going to have like a battle between like who's going <laughs> to, we're going to have a, like a combined top 25. And I guess it's just a majority rule. So like mm. if two of us pick Ozone and the other list doesn't have ozone at all ozone's going to make the the final list so are you going to do anything as far as like you know asking uh the followers of the what it takes account as far as like their favorite releases or like try to do like a put two bands up and have people like battle for it that'd be that'd be an interesting thing i might do something like that because i would be curious to see if we put the three different lists up for like a vote, like which bands would make it if you just had like a tally of like, that'd be a lot, 75 bands of people <laughs> just like vote. I don't know how the voting would work, but it'd be cool. We might do something like that. Yeah. I've been thinking about almost live streaming just me and Andy and, and, and little Jack just fighting over each other about fucking releases. It'd be pretty funny because he's, very, uh, they're very adamant about 
because I've already seen their list. It's very, I only have seven picks in common with them. Right. Uh, and so Andy needs to make his, I need to make mine, but that's pretty much the majority of it. And then I guess I'll figure out zine stuff. And at some point I'm going to try to abuse Anderson's, uh, school privileges. Hopefully no one from VCU is listening to this, but if, if you are, just know that you might be missing a couple hundred pages of paper and lots of ink. <laughs> <laughs> so it's for, it's for art though. So yeah. Um, that's very sick. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, be sure to let us know if we missed any, uh, releases from November that you're really, really fucking with. Um, you know, all these tracks will be added. I need to, I keep forgetting to add the tracks from the episodes to the main, uh, listen up playlist, but I'm going to do that right after we're done here. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we got one more month, but, uh, I think, you know, I think Jack and I have discussed doing a, um, kind of a recap listen up episode where we talk about our favorite releases of the year. So that will probably be a very late December, if not early, early January kind of thing. Um, we haven't really set a date for that quite yet, but I really like this idea of live streaming a listen up exclusive episode and people can just drop in and be like, you know, just, just literally just shameless plug, but only doing it on a leap day. So we'll talk about that more afterwards. Yeah, no, no, we, we need to make that happen. That's, listen that's up a beautiful... leap day live stream. There's, there's a, yeah. there's a ring to that. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Uh, Thank you again for listening. You know, follow what it takes, follow Scoped, and uh, listen to new hardcore.